Welcome to Dread and Breakfast, the breakfast portion of our podcast. This is where we talk about the game we just played, like Narcissist, to justify the fun pun in our podcast name. Um, I'm Marissa. I'm Christine. I'm Fabrice. I'm Jacob. And uh, welcome to our breakfast today. Christine hey. has brought a beautiful horrifying food item that we will get Indeed. to. I'm looking at it right now and I am just terrified. It's, it's so orange. It's a sight <laughs> and we're going to unpack that later. But first we're going to talk a little bit about the dread we just played to try to unpack it, you know, get a sense of where everyone's at um, and try to get better from it. And maybe this is interesting, maybe it's not, but stay tuned anyway and download it because we love you. It's um, our off week, guys. It's our off week and we're bored <laughs> and we're great people, I guess. But this also is a chance for us to share more about the world building because we do quite a bit of world building not recorded in the podcast. Yes. Because um, it's boring. It's boring. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I love <laughs> world building that's like 90 percent of the writing i do i think it will be interesting in this context in the afterwards this is what happened i think when it's happening you i just cut want, a lot of it out yeah you just want yeah. the story in the moment and i think this is like the oh what was like going on behind the scenes and like why we promise this is going to be good please keep listening but yeah so like behind the scenes wise i was fucking terrified to run this Why? it was you did so good you did though you did a very good job there's there's a lot i would have done differently i think bob ran a dread for us um as like a proof of concept and it was really good and it was really scary so i was really afraid to kind of like follow that and I couldn't tell if it was scary. Like I was writing it, like oh yeah, oh, tuberculosis. It definitely was. What? Like how do you? So how do you? When out. you were telling that dream that Roy had <laughs> of when and when he woke up just like covered in dirt, like that scared me. Like and we were just like sitting <laughs> in the dining room. Like I yeah, that it's one was very light frightening. In the dining, like yes. we've got a light on. Like it's on. We're not like we're surrounded we're not, by friends. Yeah, like, there's, it's not like a, what's a dining room? We're in a studio, right? We're not. Oh, it, LOL. Um, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. We're in our, our good studio. LOL. Um, but yeah, Jacob, I was like, I was also afraid of that because on your character sheet, I think um, I gave you guys very purposeful questions. Like Christine's question was like, what medicine do you have to take at nine? Because I knew, okay, there's a Ouija board. There's a good chance things are going to get like goofed. And Derek, it was like, why'd you bring a Ouija board? Because that's a thing you need to use. And uh, Jacob, I asked, you know, like, what's a nightmare that you have? And like, you gave me this really cool nightmare. And I was so you afraid. I, so I wrote like one tenth of what you heard in the it podcast. I wrote like the skeleton and Marissa filled it in with lots of fleshy, gushy detail. And I just, I was so afraid that I wouldn't do homage to that. Um, no, you made it much better. Oh, thanks guys. It was more scary than when I had it. That was a real dream you had? Kind of. Oh, it was really scary. I'm so sorry that was real. I'm sorry she made it worse. Yikes. <laughs> if anything, though, no, that's helpful fine. because then he's like, oh, the thing my brain came up with was very tame compared <laughs> to the dream. things Marissa's brain I came guess. up with. <laughs> but uh, I guess my question for you all is like, well, how did you feel about the overall like experience? Because I think my biggest complaint was pacing. <laughs> I think that's our fault. Well, yeah, no, I would say that's our fault. How long can it take us to get a broom? <laughs> so long. I feel like that's going to be 
like a running gag for us from now on is like whenever we're in an episode and it's taking us a while to do that it's like oh are we getting another broom yeah <laughs> i feel like that's good that's yeah, a like good any thing. any tool it took us like an hour to get brooms yeah, took shovels us a, anytime we needed to change rooms yes. oh, we need to go from the kitchen to the dining room How well we get buckle there? up for a 10 minute ride guys let's, <laughs> let's have a conversation for 20 minutes let's talk about every step we take along the way I feel like at least the challenge for me as someone playing a coward was wanting to be able to play that without dragging us down and holding us back and also sometimes wanting to push us forward but not knowing how to do that without completely breaking character. There's also the tension of being a coward but wanting to make a fun (laughs) podcast. That's interesting to listen to. I think you all did a really good job as far as that was concerned. Like, I think Roy balanced out Derek very well because Derek and especially Grace at the end were very much like, let's fucking go. And Roy was like, um, guys, the fuck? No. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I think, I think you did great. I liked the tension there in character because it added to like the spooky tension. But yeah, so like, do you guys have any questions for me I in terms of, yeah, like what happened? What could have happened? Because there are things that like, you all didn't uncover, like you didn't go in the attic, you didn't really go into there the was an cottage. Attic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I missed that. That's okay. <laughs> Bells didn't ring there, so we didn't, you well, know. Nothing was drawing us. Th- nothing was drawing us to the attic. Yeah, you all did a lot of things I did not expect you to do. Oh, in like what? Not the order. Well, like, you guys were like, oh, sweet, hedge maids, let's go. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess you can. So it was kind of bullshit getting you guys back to the house, but like in my head, how I justified it was. You know, like Colin has seen a bunch of people coming in this out of this house for years and they always just leave or get scared. And he wanted to draw you back in to tell you what was happening mm. before you just go in there, see a cemetery and you're like, okay, whatever. Sure. We definitely wouldn't have like followed him or like dug up a grave right. if we didn't like, know it's what was kind going of, on. It was kind of a big ass. Yeah. You know, there was a, a definite big discovery when we were able to piece together that, oh shit, she's been married alive. <laughs> dun, dun, yeah. Dun. For me, I had questions about like the, end yeah because i feel like roy and i or jacob and i skipped over a bit like i feel like we we hop skipped and jumped at the end over some content no 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 there was always like the option to run from grave robber guy and especially because he killed grace i think that was a good like that made sense the other options that you guys had is if you would have went into the caretaker's cottage you would have like it would have been abandoned because gregory had been dead for a bit oh because if if you recall in episode one um beverly made a comment that was like oh yeah i haven't seen gregory in a while it's weird (gasps) that's right yeah um, so he'd been dead for a while, yeah. and if you would have went, which is why the door was open, because when Beverly went in there is when she got killed too. Bad, bad things. Uh, but, um... So it's a good thing we didn't go in nobody there. Nobody ever goes in. <laughs> nobody ever comes out. <laughs> but if you went in, you would have found Gregory had, like, a little shrine with, like, rosaries and holy water and stuff to try to keep the gardener ghost out that eventually he just got like caught off guard so like you could have taken the holy water and like fucked him up um you just guys just didn't find it so you didn't really have a lot of options Uh, um so 
Oh, so Gregory and the gardener are two separate. Yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah, if you had looked at the picture more closely. Oh, the gardener's the gardener from... Yes, the the old-timey days. Okay. Yeah, the gardener was the guy who tried to dig them up originally and was hung, which is why his neck was all goofed. And why, you know, you had the noose around your neck when you went into the shed and why you saw the... Or, um, Jacob, why you saw the... Uh, hanged man silhouette that was that there were like that guy was working with the doctor uh sort of yes i mean yes yes 100 yes well and so what was the doctor's motivation for wanting to dig them up the doctor didn't want them like dead like he wasn't killing them he was trying to save them but he was like hey free bodies let's cut them open see what guts look like i don't know what the human body does um because like at the at the time like resurrection men like like were selling bodies to medical schools (laughs) and doctors for like legitimate research and that's kind of partially his thing the doctor has a whole other kind of motivation with the orcs crew that i'm not going to get into because that is fob's zone because orcs is a fob's creation and will be reappearing probably no we're done with that that's never coming back ever. Yeah, okay. It's um, never come up in anything that hasn't aired either. Yeah, <laughs> but ORCS was in the um, OG original Dread um, that Fob ran for us, and it's kind of a unsettling, pervasive theme um, that I wanted to continue, but... Some might call it a season arc. A season arc, perhaps. The only other thing that was continued from the first episode that the unaired episode is that I also died in that I'm first so one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we I just need to get better now. at the game that is similar to, but legally distinct from Jenga. I will say the nice thing about dying is that you get to listen to all the nice vignettes that people come up with for you after you've died. <laughs> if you ever want to know how people feel about you, even in a fictional world, just die in the game that you're playing. And <laughs> Yikes, bad advice. But no, I was so afraid that the gardener stuff wouldn't land because there wasn't as much lead up to it. Like, I knew there were two distinct ghosts operating, but you all didn't, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so all the next stuff was this guy and all the bloody bell stuff Mm -hmm. was the mom and the kid. But I was so afraid that it was going to be like well, who the fuck is this guy? That doesn't make sense, you know? So I, I don't think it, it'll ever come out in the podcast because we didn't have like a <gasps> moment in the podcast, but because I didn't know like when to insert that. But like once you introduce the second ghost, it was like things started to come together because why was there dirt? And the, like, it didn't make sense that Colin would be putting dirt on people. And so when it's a gardener, oh, and he's got a shovel, it's, oh, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. This guy's like digging people up. And I guess the dirt from that, he poured on Roy. Man, that's got to be. Oh, see, I. Double disturbing. I did a. That, I always intended the dirt to be from. I guess there's three ghosts, right? Colin was trying to get you to dig up his mom because mm-hmm. she was trapped. Lady McHale was the one talking through the Ouija board who kept saying dark. And she's oh. the one She's the one who was manufacturing the dirt because she's like, yo, I'm underground. Can you help a girl oh. out? But there was just some other things that you just didn't get to. Like if you went into the attic, you would have found more of their stuff. Um, like you would have found Colin's toys. You would have found a lot of her 
just more like stuff about her like she had diary pages and stuff like that um which oh, that wasn't been cool yeah like it wasn't necessary you know but just character building world building yeah, I think I did a whoopsie in making it super complicated. No, I think you made it complicated. My purview. But yeah, do you have any other questions for me? Because I have lots of questions for you. Oh. What happens to the bad man? How did we how do we get rid of the the, the bad guy? Ghost? There were a lot of options. Like one was the holy water if you had taken it from the shrine in the house. Or if you had done anything to his neck. Because that was how he died, so he was like vulnerable to it, which is why he wore a scarf um, to kind of hide Ooh, that. Okay. Um, See, these little details are like, yeah, what makes everything, it good. and that like that was another thing I struggled with is that, especially in the exposition hellscape that was the first episode, is there were so many details, but all of them mattered. Like, were lilacs important uh, when lilacs last in the dooryard bloomed? What? It's a poem about death. <laughs> And the fleetingness of life, I think. Don't quote me on that or else I'll die. Um, It was a poem about death and the fleetingness of life. Probably. Thanks. Um, 2020. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but like everything was purposeful, but I had to make it easily overlooked so that only in hindsight it made sense. Check. (laughs) Yay. Um, Because I am a dumb. No, you're beautiful. And I um, would actually. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, no, you're pretty. (laughs) No, like, like a beautiful soul. You dullard. That's no, that, anyway. Exactly. No, Bob's a dullard. But um, I would like to know, like, what was it like playing your characters? Because I just came up with a questionnaire and you all brought all of them to life in ways that I did not expect, but I absolutely adore. I um, really clearly realized that I was never popular in high school. And so my attempts to behave like a popular teenager were just like absurd. Like I have no idea if any of that was like anything that a real like quote unquote cool kid would do because I have no experience being that person. It it worked for me. It was like, it, it blended like, enough of the line i don't know it was enough for me to like suspend my disbelief i tried to just play it as like being as people pleasing as i could like clearly my true nature is not like the popular kid stereo like Mm -hmm. archetype but trying to toe that line and like maintain whatever social standing i did have between the two groups of friends i thought it was like really genuine because like Grace didn't feel like a cliche. She felt to me like oh, someone who was, Thank yeah. You. <laughs> um, she felt just like someone who was like trying to be liked by everybody and figure out who she is and all of that sort of thing, especially, and I don't know if this made it in because this is in the future and I don't edit. Thank you, Jacob. Um, but like with the, um, like the prom scene, like with her talking to Chad and then her talking to Roy were just two very different faces of mm-hmm. her. And I think that really just added a level of just sympathy and empathy with her. Um, Real talk, I loved playing those scenes. Like, really? Yeah. Bullshit. 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 No, all bullshit. They were wonderful. Which is which? No, 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 no. I genuinely Marissa did. She, she didn't have no, no. What Marissa is saying is she oh. didn't have notes for those. She just I like, had <laughs> I had bullet points. That remember when I was furiously typing like five minutes before we started? Yeah. It was that. Oh. That's what you came up with. Yes. Like five minutes before. That was so good. Yeah, that was good. It like yeah. reset the stage perfectly and brought us back into the world and. 
filled out our, our backstories a little more except for me i don't really have a backstory yeah, you did not really i think you did we'll, we'll we'll get to you and your self-deprecation in a moment okay but i just i i know that like it had been a week since we recorded like in real life and i know like oh we can't we can't tell them that we oh, no, we record these all in one take one session yeah lol but um no i just i know that like i sometimes struggle with getting back into character especially when shit was about to pop off so i just wanted like a fun way to get you guys back into character that wasn't just like a recap because that isn't the same thing. I thought it was a good way to give more of a backstory on characters who, because of the nature of the game that we're playing, right, are you know not gonna see Derek again because it's these characters aren't like reoccurring. It's it's right. one character more, per story. They're more vignettes, and it's also like. You see such a narrow glimpse of them because the time is so short and it's such a high intensity, like, whatever. But, Fab, what was it like playing the man, the myth, the legend, the ghost hunter extraordinaire, Derek? I don't get to play enough role-playing games, y'all. I run a lot, but I don't play a lot. And this was really, really fun. I really liked playing. I don't think I'm good at it. And I worry that I talked way too much. But Jacob edits it, so it's okay. Well, I still think I talked a lot. And I think I really need to work on that as a player i think it played well to your character though Mm because you were like so like you were the ghost guy so when shit started happening of course you would be like guys here's what we do like we record this we figure this out like blah blah blah. like i thought that it worked well okay i'm i'm glad i picked a character who it would make sense to talk more because i know how i am Mm. makes Um, sense you gave i saw like i read through the questions i'm like oh okay i get a ouija board nice and then I had an idea for like what this character could be because my thought was, wow, there are only like two types of people that bring a Ouija board to something like this. And that's either you are into it or you're an asshole and you're just trying to like freak out your friends or you're trying to like it. Butts, it, butts, it, butts, 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 yeah. butts. Can I be honest? Like I, when I wrote the questionnaire, I really thought you were going to be like a Chad person who's like, oh yeah, this is just a fun <laughs> fucking prank. Fuck these nerds. And like you went in such a different direction with it and it was so fucking fun. Yeah. I think that's for me as a player, that's the fun of Dread is that you get to make a character. You can be so much more, I think, experimental with a character. I guess I should say both Marissa and I have a lot more experience playing role-playing games than Jacob and Christine. I've never played a role-playing game before this. Yeah, this is my, what, fourth session of any role-playing game? And you guys are phenomenal. Like, yeah, you, you guys are doing a great job. No, no you're, do, you're doing really well, trust me. But whenever when you're playing in a long campaign, unless you're playing in a non-serious game where people are okay with you just, like, switching personalities on a dime or, like... The thing I really like about Dread that I really do enjoy about this game is that I can make a character that I don't know how I'm going to love them or if I'm going to love being them. And Dread sort of gives me permission to pick a character and not worry too much about it because I'm probably going to die or, you know, they might die or whatever. (laughs) Ah, yes, mortality. It's so short of a game and it's it's a one shot mostly Mm. i don't have to worry about being stuck in a character that i don't like Mm. because even if there's something about a character that i'm not a huge fan of it's over in a day 
I think that's really freeing and nice. And you don't get that in like a longer form RPG. Yeah, Jacob. So what was it like for you playing Roy? Because I loved the energy Roy brought of just like, there's dirt, fuck, this is awful. <laughs> like, it was so Great. good. Okay, that good. Was so I'm fun. glad. Because like I said earlier, I felt like I was really holding us back a lot of the time. And that's a I, lot of just me being new to no, all this. No, I think but. that that was very good because like if you know, everyone bought into it 110%. That's not interesting, you know? Yeah, we're like, not doing a speed run. Right. Like, it's, it's you know, real people would react that way. And I think you did a really nice job of, you Balance. know, balancing that out. But also, like, not being, not choosing that as the hill to die on, right? Like, Roy was hesitant and pushed back but then he's like okay fine let's dig up this fucking grave because i guess that's what we're doing now yeah um you know so like it, i think it was realistic and i think it worked well plus we needed something to balance off grace who would just like run after anything <laughs> there's a interesting. child charge <laughs> yeah and, and derek who would just sit around taking notes and just talking about stuff all just, time. Yeah. oh my god ghosts yeah. yeah it worked out and then just also i don't know another thing i'm going to try to work on is like Derek and Grace had a really good and interesting relationship to build on. Yeah. And I just kind of ended up tacking onto that, just kind of being a middleman slash not participating. We had one in the prom scene, though, at the beginning of episode two. Yeah, we had we had a, a minute or two. Yeah, but. and I also so was there. Yeah. But. Um, I also think it's okay to not feel like you have to be the protagonist because, like, if, like... Derek and Grace are both very strong characters. And, like, naturally, I think every story has, like, moments where different characters are going to shine. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was Grace and Derek because just, you know, Grace is very empathetic and there's a kid and Derek is all about ghosts and it's dread. But without Roy, it wouldn't have been a story. It would have been, let's go through Marissa's bullet points and not have anything else happen, you know? I've played in games where everyone just is like, oh yeah, all in on this thing. And it sucks because then it is, it does feel like a speed run. And it also... I think you said it, Marissa, there, there isn't a story. It's like, okay, cool. Dread took 15 minutes because <laughs> everyone was just, uh, yep, we're just going to run through. And yeah, yeah. Oh, the ghost wants us to do that. Let's do it. Yeah. And I think like Roy was really good at keeping like the meta-ness out of it because like we know we're in a horror podcast. <laughs> Our characters shouldn't. Okay. I'm, I'm going to change the subject Please a do. little bit. Thwack. Okay, um, on Grace's character sheet, one of the questions that I actually did not end up answering, it was an optional one, mm -hmm. was that my character had stolen something from one of the other characters. What was it? Ooh. And so I honestly, I didn't answer it because I literally just couldn't even think of <laughs> anything good. And so I'm just wondering what your motivation was behind putting that question on my character sheet and where you were going to take that. Um, that was just to give me more ammo against you guys. Right. Like, I, I gave you guys ammo against me, right? You know, like, Derek had the Ouija board, which lets you basically talk to ghosts for free. You had your fanny pack where it's like, yeah, of <laughs> course. Explodes. Of course there is. <laughs> Fuck you and your pulls, you know? So, um, I originally had planned, because Colin could do poltergeist shit. Originally, it would have been, like, if you had that on you, 
um, that would have come out um, oh. or something like that, or it would have come out at prom or it would have just been another source of tension between you and somebody else or, because Derek and Grace definitely needed more attention. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, yeah. you guys did that on your own, which I thought was really interesting. That was so, really fun, actually. It was fun. Yeah, because I, I like you so much in real life, so it was interesting to play a <laughs> character who was, like, not as keen. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was very fun playing the space of someone who was, like, just grumpy yeah like yeah, we never I'm fight not. like we're all when we get together it's like you're smiling i'm gonna smile too like <laughs> let's do stupid stuff to make each other smile yeah like, it was very fun playing someone who was like irritated mm-hmm. and yeah. um like coming to grips with stuff mm-hmm. i thought that was very that like i enjoyed that experience a yeah. lot but yeah anything you want to speak to about your characters before we transition into this thing that we have to eat <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrified by the smell. It's scary. It's um, fine. I had, I mean, it kind of came out that my phone was broken. Uh, that was one of the questions on my sheet was why my phone was broken and stuff. And I felt kind of bad when it was like, oh, do you have a phone? I was like, oh, yeah, I have this prop I was given that maybe should have That's okay. been that used was, more, been more a part of the story. It's some of the questions. I, I, I'm really bad at coming up with questionnaires, but like. No, they were very good. That was just to make you like think about, hey, you have a phone, maybe use it. But again, that's something you guys did anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all like never <laughs> think of good your millennials. We are oh excellent, but like never think of like the sheets as like boxes you need to check because that's not how I don't think the game's interesting that like that way. Like really, the only box that I would have been fucked if it hadn't been used was the Ouija board. Um, which I expected you to use much earlier than you did. Um, Can I interrupt the podcast with a great fun segment called Things Jacob Cut Out of the Podcast but Really Wants to Share Anyway? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's very related to this. That is is 100% a segment for the... Can that be just a a breakfast segment? (laughs) I hope so. I I feel like there will probably be enough of these. Oh, Um, no. But all right. tell us, tell us our sins. <laughs> I've got, well, because I pulled a lot for our terrible promo, I've got a whole file of that stuff. Most of it's in the promo, but this one in particular I found today. Thank you for playing with the Ouija board. I was scared that you wouldn't, and then I would have been sad. Oh, God. Okay, can you give that to Eli and do a fun remix no. of that? That's just that, but a song. Absolutely not. I mean, oh. it's already a song. I but like, but so like, bad. I, I, I want like a, I want like a, like a little do 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 kind of like oh. trumpet going in the background with like a MIDI instrument. Yeah. Like, or, no. Like, get like a, and then like we can do the we can do the Skrillex remix of it where we turn it into like a <laughs> oh trap my song. Bing, 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 like, bing, bing. Thank you for playing with the Ouija. I hate that. Um, this has been stuff Jacob cut out of the podcast, but really wants to make sure we share anyway. Thank you for beautiful. listening. Thank you for that blackmail. It's a great segment. Uh, speaking of segments, though, Christine, you've brought something for us Ooh, today. Yes, I have. 
And now it's time for Christine's Kitchen, the part of the show where Christine makes something absurd and potentially cursed and requires everyone to taste it and tell her nice things about it. The part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a singing song. Thank you! Thank you! Okay. Recently, I have been very into Korean food, and kimchi is a staple of Korean food. It is a wonderful, spicy, fermented cabbage side dish, but also can be incorporated into many other things such as kimchi stews, kimchi pancake, kimchi fried rice. It's it's wonderful. Um, and so in my brain, I, <laughs> I went to a place where I was wondering, hmm, I wonder if I could take this spicy fermented thing and make it into ice cream. Whoa! What? Whoa. Um, I love ice cream. I do too. So and I much. might have ruined it. <laughs> but I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, you know how like spicy is offset by dairy. And so I was like, maybe this will be oh. nice. Um, I, so I don't know. I may have just made something horrible, but here we go. We're going to try it. it. I was thinking that you were saying that like, ah, have you ever had milk? Have you ever been drinking a glass of milk, dear audience? And then just wanted, mmm, but what if this had sriracha in it? Like, It does kind of have the color of sriracha and or cat vomit a little, <laughs> little bit. Oh, it's a what? nice orange pastel. This is a cursed corner, right? This one is cursed. This smells not great. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to feed it to uh-huh. us? Have you tasted this yet? I So I tasted the base, which did not have pieces of kimchi in it. I added that like when it was at the soft serve phase of churning. Oh, that one has a big chonkers of it. Look at it. <laughs> the base was crazy. No, no, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. No, I know. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I'm being ambiguous. Yeah, it was crazy because like... I tasted it and like the first thing that came out was I, so I used this recipe for a honey kimchi dipping sauce as like kind of the inspiration for like how to turn this into a somewhat palatable ice cream flavor. And so the first thing that you taste is like a honey ice cream. And then Mm. the spice just kind of like hangs out in the back on your palate and it's like pretty interesting. That's pretty good. I also like, I didn't taste it with the pieces of cabbage. (laughs) So that could Mm. change it entirely. So we shall see. Um, Also, I'm really hoping that this is like properly frozen and not um, like icy. I I will say if the texture is a little bit off, I don't think that's the first thing my mind is going to do. I can tell. When that's in my Uh, zone. The texture of this cabbage ice cream. (laughs) It was just not on point. Everything else was great. But no, but like, you know when ice cream's like icy and not like properly churned? Because I forgot to add the like pieces of cabbage and then was like, oh shoot, I have to put it back in. So I had to like pull it out of the freezer and then it was like taking time and it was like starting to melt and it was soupier and I should have put it back in the churner, but then I freaked out and I just put it in the freezer. I, I would like to ask, how long was this, um, let's, let's say aging? <laughs> In your freezer before we taste it? Okay, well, okay, so I put it in like a week ago. But think about uh-huh. it. Think about how long it takes for like Ben and Jerry's from when it gets from put Mr. Ben into- and Jerry? <laughs> yes. Ben and Jerry's cabbage ice cream. It's my favorite. <laughs> think about how long it takes Ben and Jerry's. To like, like any ice cream, when it gets put into the package and then Carton? it has- Yeah. 
Oh, that, that's a package. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. And then it has to go to the grocery store, and then it has to get stocked in the grocery store, and then you have to purchase it, and then you bring it home. And so, like, there's time. So, like, I don't know. It's probably fine. Here you go. <laughs> so I'm going to stall by asking another question. Okay. If Ben and Jerry's were to pick up on this really great patent, what, like, catchy name would they use for cabbage ice cream? The kimchi clutch. Kimchi clutch is very good. Fab, I notice you don't have ice cream in front of you, and that's a betrayal. You you stole my ice cream. I'm, I, I got... wanted the tiny blue. Here, please take your your hellscape spoon. Can we unpack the smell for a minute, though? <laughs> please don't. Because <laughs> it's wanna... wild. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Actually... I can gel with this. Will I have another scoop? No. So it tastes like kimchi. So great yeah. job. I think for next time, no kimchi bits. There's a next time? <laughs> no, I actually really like the, because it's ice cream, but spicy. Which spice is cream. Inch- it's spice cream. Spice cream is very good for branding. I feel like there's something there, but maybe if you flip the spicy sweet where it's a little more sweet. Mm-hmm. And the spice is a little more of the background note. So that's interesting because did you have the kimchi in the bite, like the piece? I think so. So try just the ice cream without like the bit because then okay. it will be switched. I'm good. <laughs> Jacob doesn't want to try again. Yeah, no, I'm eating around the little chunks in here and it's actually really good. Well, well yeah. that's... A bit of a hyperbolic statement. It's <laughs> for what it is. For what it is, it's pretty great. Palatable. Um, might yeah. be the term you're looking the for. The bits just like take me from like Dairy Queen to like Korean restaurant in a whiplash of a millisecond that I guess is very unique and good. I actually like it. I would eat this as this. I, I lied when I said that I would not have a second scoop. I will have a second really? scoop. Not right now, but later. Yeah. Like this is, a, I will have Jacob's scoop. <laughs> Christine, I would like to commend you on this accomplishment. I would like to include a disclaimer. As I'm making this kimchi ice cream, I'm trying very hard to, I've been, I'm thinking a lot about how to interact with other cultures and learn about other cultures and share my excitement for learning about other cultures respectfully. I like freaked out to Fabrice about it the other day. (laughs) No, you're fine. And I feel like also, like I've had experience living in another country. Granted, it was a Western country, but. Are we not saying the country because we don't want to plug them? Oh, no. I was no, in we, France. Let's not, no, let's not plug France. Let's not plug France. <laughs> What's wrong with France? France doesn't need we any more. we got against France, Fabrice. They have enough press. They don't need more from us. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> so much. <laughs> just trying to be respectful here. I'm just trying to be stupid. I'm succeeding, I think. Yeah. I think you're both succeeding, honestly. I think yeah. I think the engagement with the culture and like the food is like really endearing because it takes just like emulation up to like a new level of like, oh, I love this thing. Let's experiment and never do it again. <laughs> All right. On a scale from one to ten. No. On a yeah. scale from one to five cabbages. How would you rate this? kimchi ice cream three and a half oh, solid three and a half cabbages that good i actually really like i did not dislike it would i want a lot more oh, i was just gonna say do you want to take it home no <laughs> um like would i want uh, well it could be fun to torture my family with i want to experiment and see if i can like melt it and strain out the pieces and then return it okay i would I'd try because i think without the cabbage you have something that's much better. I should have, I knew as I was adding it, I was like, I think I'm ruining this. <laughs> I should have just not put it in. But like, 
That was like really interesting and really different and not something that I'm used to at all. It was very good. Big fan. Jacob. Um, two cabbages. It's definitely got potential and I'm glad I experienced it, <laughs> but I don't want to eat any more. <laughs> Fair. Marissa. I would also give it um, two cabbages with a splash of a chai tea latte because oh, I whoa. did enjoy the um, chai adjacent spice it to is. it. It is. Yes. Um, that is one thing that, yeah, especially mm-hmm. when I was tasting the base with the honey, mm-hmm. it's like a weird chai latte. Yes. So, like, I'm very glad a seconding Jacob's opinion. Loved that we shared this experience. I have a question just yeah. that I think maybe our audience also has. Mm. What the heck does a chai tea latte add to the cabbage scale? Moisture? So- <laughs> oh, that's not no. a good thing. No one's going to listen no. to our podcast if you use that word. Moist? Moist? I, it doesn't bother me, but yeah, I'm fine with it. other people it's are bothered. slightly wet. Damn. Damn. It's all gravy, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the chai latte, I mean... When I first tasted the base, it was insane. And like the only thing that my brain could like associate it with to like make sense of what I was tasting was how when you taste a chai latte, like initially there's the sweet and then there's the spice of like the cardamom and the cinnamon and whatever else is in there. But then it went to like a higher spectrum of spice because there's actual chili in it. Yeah, it definitely took a pivot, but I don't I don't hate it. It's just it's a just lot. Crazy. Yes. I need to like sit with it, meditate on it, really accept the kimchi ice cream into my life. Yeah. And then I'll be ready to try it again. Yeah. I think also not having the pieces of cabbage in it will help with the smell. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's it's pretty bad. Not great. It's pretty not great. Because like regular kimchi is fine. I think this one was kind of old. <laughs> well, you buried the lead a little bit on okay, that. Okay, well, uh, isn't old kimchi just better kimchi? To a point. There's like a curve to it. Maggie, we can hear you in our podcast. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> no, Welcome to the podcast, Maggie. Maggie. I would like to try some cursed ice cream. Oh, you oh, do? Yeah. Maggie, try wait, try the cream. Cream. Ice cream. Maggie, we need grab you to try this. Come grab, grab a spoon. Grab a spoon and use my mic. Yes. Preferably oh a very gosh. large spoon. Oh my gosh, she's going to do it. And then we need your reactions in this mic, please. Don't smell it. Just eat it. <laughs> Why would you Why say you that? that? I just... <laughs> trying to be honest. Oh gosh. It tastes like kind of ketchup. <laughs> but also now just onions. Yes. <laughs> That's accurate. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Are you able to identify what this is? Well, I already heard you say kimchi. Oh, okay. So kind of. <laughs> now it's spicy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to finish it. Yeah. Okay. You can, good. You can. I, I will not. You can exit. How many cabbages would you give that out of one to five cabbages? Oh, cabbages. I feel like if you're rating it in cabbages, it'd be pretty high at like a four. Mm. Four cat. Wow. That's like the highest cabbages. rating. Yeah. But like anything else, it'd probably be low. Do you not like cabbage? I. I mean, I do like cabbage, but I feel and like rating things cabbages. in cabbage is very different than I mean, rating them in like stars. <laughs> it's a very different like scale. Reese is losing it. It's very different. Thank you for joining us. That's my sister Maggie, Yay! everybody. Yay! Thank you, friend of the show, Maggie. So. Is this cursed or is it not cursed? This one was cursed. 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 Well, yeah. Cursed, cursed right. ice cream. Definitely cursed. 
Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. <laughs> this week's episode. Episode. That's staying in. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Kitchen Corner and Christine's, Christine's Corner. Kitchen. Christine's Kitchen. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Tune in next time when I might poison my friends. <laughs> oh no! Thwack. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Dread and Breakfast today. We'd like to thank Eli Schneider for our theme song and original music. Additional music is credited in the episode notes. You can follow us on Instagram at dndbpod. We're on Twitter at dreadandbfast. Or you could visit our shiny new website at dndbpod.com. We would really, really appreciate it if you could take a second to review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and tell us your favorite breakfast food. Our next story is coming soon, but unfortunately, the goblins who do all of our work for us have currently been trying to unionize, and negotiations are messy. (laughs) But you can stay tuned to our social media for updates about when that story will be available. And that's a spicy podcast. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid.